Today we celebrate this memorial in honor of St. Anthony of Padua. Uh, some, or for many years, it was thought that this parish was St. Anthony of Padua. I remember when I moved to Florida in 1990 and transferred into the seminary and was looking at the diocesan directory of parishes to try and figure out and become familiar with at least what was here. You know, there was St. Anthony of Padua and San Antonio, which is our neighbor almost, and then there was St. Anthony Brooksville. That's how it was described in the directory, the diocesan directory, St. Anthony Brooksville. And so the assumption was it was St. Anthony of Padua. And weren't we surprised to find out that really it's not Anthony of Padua, but Anthony the Abbot. However, even though it is not St. Anthony of Padua, St. Anthony the Abbot has its connection with St. Anthony of Padua. Because St. Anthony of Padua was an, an Augustinian monk who heard of these five Franciscans who were martyred in the Orient. And he was so transfixed by, this, by the, that fact that he desired to become a martyr like them. And so he left the Augustinians and became a Franciscan and, and knew uh, Francis, St. Francis himself. And although he was not sent to the order, his name, Anthony, was chosen by him from St. Anthony the Abbot. So Anthony of Padua has a connection to Anthony, of Abbot, Anthony the Abbot, and so too do we. As you can tell, Anthony the Abbot, Anthony of Padua. They're both here. So whichever Anthony you prefer works. But St. Anthony, Anthony of Padua, uh, not surprisingly, you know, our will is not always God's will, and as much as he desired to go to the Orient and proclaim Jesus Christ to those who did not know him, and to experience a martyr's death for the Lord, that was not to be God's plan for him. St. Anthony became a great preacher and theologian of the Franciscan order, and he spoke eloquently about the Lord. For Anthony spoke about the Lord wherever he could, whenever he could. And if no one, was to, uh, if no one is there to listen as we read stories about St. Anthony, uh, on one occasion, fish in a lake came up to the surface and listened to his preaching because no one wanted to listen. On another occasion, birds in a tree came down from the tree in front of him to listen because no people were listening to him. And so you see how the, the presence of God uh, was very much apparent in this man and how this gospel is fulfilled in him as he is sent forth, like all of us Christians are called to do, go forth and proclaim and witness the good news of salvation. One of my favorite stories of St. Anthony is uh, when there was, he was coming to a town, Rimini, and there was a man there, Bonilla, who did not believe in the real presence. In fact, he mocked those people who believed in it and was very vocal about it. And St. Anthony, being the great teacher, uh, came to that town and tried to convince this man through scripture, through reason, that the Eucharist was the Euch Jesus Christ. But he refused to believe. So Anthony was inspired. He always, this man always came on a mule into town. So he said, if this mule comes and adores the Lord, 
Will you then believe? And so he said, yes, I'll believe if the mule adores the Lord. And so Bonillo, though, upped the ante, and he starved, the, uh, he did not feed the mule for three days in preparation of this encounter with Anthony and the Eucharist. Anthony himself fasted for three days in preparation for this encounter. And so when Jesus, when Jesus was brought by St. Anthony in the Eucharist into the town square, and the mule was on the other side, he walked towards the, walked towards the Eucharist, to which Bonilla thought, oh, he's going to come now and eat. And when he got before it, he prostrated on his front legs and adored the Lord, converting Bonilla to the real presence. And so, my dear friends, when St. Anthony taught us this example that, we, that I'm using, as we tomorrow we celebrate the Feast of Corpus Christi, the celebration of the great gift of the Eucharist, what this reminds us of is that Jesus is real here, body, blood, soul, and divinity in every Catholic church in the Eucharistic presence, whether you believe it or not, he is present. And even the animals recognize his presence. All of creation recognizes that Jesus is here. And so, St. Anthony, a man of great faith, a man of great confidence, a man who, who allowed his will to be converted by God's will. I mean, anyone, I mean, if you really want to do something, you can do something. Anthony could have manipulated the Franciscans to get him to be sent away, to be that martyr. But Anthony was willing to accept God's plan for him. And in so doing, he becomes, he becomes one of the greatest saints, I think, and most well-known saints. I mean, I really would dare say, after our Blessed Mother, St. Anthony comes, comes pretty close in people's acknowledgement of him. Especially, as we all know, if you lose something. I always prayed to St. Anthony when I lived in New York City that he would find me a parking spot which was lost. And although I never got the parking spot right in front of where I needed to be, I always got a far parking spot within one block walking distance to where I had to be. And in New York City, that is like, that's amazing, that's miraculous. Usually you're walking five, ten blocks, but always one block through St. Anthony's intercession. So he's a very powerful example, a powerful interceder, uh, a powerful example to you, my, of a man of faith and confidence and trust in the Lord. So on this is feast day, let us pray through his intercession that you and I may be more devoted in confidence and faith in the Lord, that we will truly accept God's will in our life, and we will trust in confidence that if we walk with the Lord, that all things will be well for us. God bless you. <clears throat>